Jesus fucking Christ, it's freezing today. Like, oh, I hate how this fucking temperature fluctuates like this. It's fucking annoying. What's up? It's fucking Justin Blackburn, four o'clock in the fucking morning, freezing his balls off. Um, sorry for that rant. Didn't expect it to be negative 12 outside at four in the morning. I was uh, getting really used to the, the hot temperature that we had. Anyways, um, today's topic, working out is the last thing that you should, you guys should be doing. If you guys feel like I'm shivering, it's cause I'm fucking shivering. Um, so I want to talk about this because, um, I had a conversation with a, uh, a buddy of mine who finally jumped on a zoom call with me where, uh, he, he's dealing with some stuff. He's been experiencing some, uh, dizziness, some headaches and all that stuff that he's never really dealt with before. He's never really experienced before. And he's a, uh, very experienced, uh, gym, gym goer. Uh, I go back with him for a, a long time back in the gold's gym days when I was, uh, training there every, uh, three, four times of, uh, a week at like six in the morning. And he would always be there at the same time as me. So we kind of developed a pretty cool friendship. And then when Gold's Gym uh, closed down, we kind of went our separate ways, you know. And uh, yeah, but we still kept in touch. Anyways, this is like 10 years ago. And within those 10 years, um, he, uh, he became a father. This is about a man, by the way. I'm talking about a man. He became a father. Uh, he, he's now a business owner for this tech job, uh, in the tech industry. I wish I could explain more, but I have zero, uh, intelligence and, uh, knowledge when it comes to that, but he's in a pretty, uh, competitive, uh, industry seeing how tech is everything right now. Um, he moved into his brand new house. He, uh, with his wife and his child and, um, he recently, uh, experienced a traumatic event where unfortunately his father had passed away while he was, uh, in school to become who he is today. And, uh, he had to drop out of school in order for him to provide for his family and to help out his mom and the stress and everything was uh, too much for him, which happens. Anyways, all this happened within a 10-year frame. Now, fast forward to uh, present day. And he's in his, I think, I believe he's like 33, 34. And, uh, you know, he's been at home, office job. Well, at home, like a home office job, if uh, you could say that. And um, he finally, he finally... uh, asked if he could jump on a, a Zoom call with me because he knows I, I, I do this and uh, he wanted to see what it was like and uh, luckily for me, uh, he felt very comfortable jumping on a Zoom call with me and uh, so we just spoke about life. I asked him a couple questions about 
his life, how, how he's doing, like genuinely how he's doing. And uh, one thing that really surprised me was, um, not really, but one thing that kind of, uh, kind of like I knew it kind of thing was um, when I asked him how he's doing, he kind of had no idea what to say. Right? And um, that's, uh, I'm not saying that's bad, but what is bad about that is that that's pretty common. You know, um, I guess he looked at this, I guess he looked at me as this fitness professional, this fitness trainer. And so I guess he kind of like, mentally prepared himself for a kind of like a consultation or whatever when I told him that this is like it's it's really not like that at all and then I uh, I asked him like how you been man and he kind of got like he didn't break down crying or, or anything like that but he's kind of like oh he's like ah, I don't know man I no one's really asked me that in a while and that's what I said. And I'm like, that's why. That's why I'm asking you. I genuinely want to know how you've been. You know, it's been 10 years, bro. Times have changed. And uh, shit has happened, clearly. And uh, you asked me, you wanted to jump on a call. Something in you. Something in you, around you, or something told you. To uh, jump on a call with me. Now, I'm not going to force anything out of you. I just simply want to know how you've been. And he couldn't really answer that right away. And uh, it kind of hit him. And then I gave him the floor. And, uh, you know, as, as trainers, this is one thing I realized over time is you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? You got to listen more than you talk. You got to listen twice as more than you talk. And he explained everything and he opened up, which I'm very grateful for. And um, he kind of put himself as a bird's eye point of view for once in his life. And he felt so much better just talking about how he... like what he's been through and how he's been and you know from then to now and he had this kind of like relief like yeah so that's that's it that's all that's what I've been through that's how I'm feeling and I could like I could see the weight lifted off his shoulders and um I could feel like the, the, the energy kind of, I sound like a fucking hippie right now, but, uh, God damn it. But like, I don't want to sound all spiritual and shit, even though I'm kind of leading on to this, but it's just, you kind of feel the energy shift in a way, you know, when you go see like a, like, I remember when I went to go see my therapist for the first time, I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm here because uh, apparently I need it. And then it just like, after 10 minutes, I, I just all my walls were broken down. And then vulnerability kind of set in and it was surprisingly comfortable. 
and uh, I'm not a therapist in any way, shape, or form. But uh, sometimes you just got to ask someone how they are and how they've been and then just watch what happens. And that's what happened to this gentleman. And uh, so that was literally the first 15 minutes of it. And then um, we got to the reason why uh, he wanted to sit down. And his reason why uh, he wanted to sit down and talk with me is because um, as I told you, he's been a, he's a very experienced fitness uh, go, uh, goer. And um, recently he's been dealing with a lot of dizziness and uh, high blood pressure and uh, nausea and um, kind of like these moments of anxiety when he works out, which is kind of odd, right? If you would think about it because, you know, exercise is meant to be to bring out the best of you. And even though, yes, exercise is a type of stress, it's considered a uh, positive stress, so like eustress, 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 whatever. And, you know, exercise uh, has been represented in a way where it's the best thing for you. Everyone needs to do it. So why is the exercise that he's doing making him feel all these things? So just to give you, just to, to specify on his types of exercises, uh, he would do what is now. I don't want to shit on you guys again because I know I came at you guys before, but uh, he's been doing his famous hit sessions and cardio sessions, and he bought like an assault bike and a rower and a squat rack, and. Um, Although all these things are incredibly effective and, you know, doing something is better than nothing. uh, You would just go at it in a way where the 30 minutes, uh, uh, 30 minutes that he has of his day, he would focus on hit sessions. Why? Because as we all know, hit style cardio is known to be the most effective way to, um, to burn as many calories as possible and target as much uh, fat burning cells as much as possible, which is, which is true. You know, studies have proven it time and time again that this is considered the best, most effective way to lose as much fat and uh, as much car, uh, as much calories as possible. But just because that is proven to be a scientific fact, scientific, scientific fact, yeah, that's the word, does not mean that um, it should be used all the time and or as a priority. Now, I'm not going to repeat myself uh, with in regards to my uh, my last episode, my previous episodes, where cardio should be the last thing you should be doing. I'm just trying to say sometimes exercise alone, physical exercise, other types of stress, additional stress that you physically put on yourself should be the last thing you should be doing, right? It just so happens that uh, this guy's been doing hit. So before you cardio fucks think that I'm like, oh my God, here he goes again, shitting on us. No, just relax. It just so happens, like I said, that he's been doing this. 
So then I started asking him about his day and like how his day goes and what's his what's his day a day in the life of uh, I'm gonna call him Johnny day in the life of Johnny, and let's just say it's pretty jam packed, not with the amount of physical things to do, but the amount of mental things that he has to deal with. You know, um, being a provider, right? Uh, owning a tech business in this industry as competitive as it is. And advanced as it is, literally by the minute, uh, it's a lot of stress. And I asked him his sleep. He sleeps significantly well. He gets at least six hours a day, but his quality of sleep gets disrupted uh, by his uh, child's um, separation anxiety, which every kid tends to have. I I know I had, and uh, so it gets break. Those six hours kind of gets breaking up two, three times a night. Which kind of results to maybe getting a good quality, maybe three hours of sleep. That's what he was saying. And then his uh, lack of food, uh, uh, his lack of food choices, right? He said that in the morning, he, he, he sticks to his morning ritual, which is a protein-based fruity smoothie that he's had throughout his whole life. And he loves. So, hey, good for him. And then he has like a lunch, keep in mind he works at home. So he has a lunch either from leftovers or like a type of meat. He loves eating meat, which hey, good for him. And then at night it's like, because it's really routined, because it's really routined, um, he eats, but he doesn't eat. And, I, and then he started to ask himself like, fuck, I don't even know if I'm really hungry. It's just, it's, it's a habit, creature of habit. So, um, yeah, so that was something that he realized. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And um, keep in mind, he's had trainers before, and some of these trainers are very well-known trainers and highly knowledgeable trainers who I look up to even today immensely, right? And they kind of put him on a, he would follow this diet where he would have to eat every two hours and he felt that for him and his lifestyle and his uh, present day life, it wasn't really effective. So he cut it down to literally in half, three. Anyways, and then I asked him, and this is the most, this is the most important factor right now. So keep in mind, just to uh, summarize everything, this guy is in his mid thirties. He's gained about 15 pounds and I believe he said like three to four inches uh, on his waist. And so he's kind of like, not heavy, but he feels uncomfortable in his skin. He feels very uncomfortable in his skin. His clothes are significantly tighter than usual. And he just feels like crap. He, feel, he says he feels like crap. He feels uncomfortable. And uh, he works from home. He works in a tech job. And... Uh, yeah, he hasn't been to the gym as frequent as he was 10 years ago. And basically his fitness, his fitness levels from 10 years ago to now has dropped significantly like everyone, especially through COVID anyways. So just to summarize all that. And I asked him, I'm like, Johnny, is there any time in your day that you could dedicate 30 minutes? And then he goes, at first, he was like, oh, man, I don't know, man. 
because the 30 minutes that I have, I can, he, and then he starts thinking, he, he starts thinking, he's paused, he's like, you know what, like, I have 30 minutes maybe twice a week, and those 30 minutes now thinking about it is dedicated to my training, and then I'm like, okay, and how do you feel about your training, which is like cardio-based hit style, and he goes, that's when I feel the crappiest, I, like, I, I I used to do all these EMOMs and AMRAPs for like 10, 15 minutes and halfway through I feel like crap, I feel super dizzy and uh, like I feel like I can't breathe, I gotta get some fresh air. Which is kind of ironic, like I said before, because everyone knows that exercise is considered the best thing for you, for everyone, everyone needs to supplement with exercise. And then I asked him, I'm like, Johnny, have you ever thought of maybe dedicating 30 minutes twice a week to anything else but exercise? Like, what else do you like to do? And then he stopped and he's like, what the fuck? And he was confused and I'm like, what's up? And he goes, no, just no one's ever, I find I, I find it kind of ironic how a, a, a personal trainer suggest me to do other things other than fitness and then I told him like bro I'm not a I'm not just a, a personal trainer I'm a fucking human I'm a guy I'm a man just like you who's about to be a father I'm a provider I work I pay the bills I bring food to the table I'm a partner I'm a husband I'm a brother I'm a son I'm a nephew I'm just like you bro It's just, I'm just the bird's eye view into your in, in your situation. So I'm telling you right now, I'm asking you, because I'm probably the first, well, obviously I'm the first person who's ever asked you, what do you love to do? What uh, What is your passion other than fitness? Because fitness was a passion for him, and it still is. It's just, it might not be beneficial for you right now. And he's like, well, I like to read comic books. In his office, bro, this guy has a huge collection of Stan Lee stuff. Like, bro, if you guys want to rob his house, you guys should rob his office. Johnny, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not going to give you give them your address, but if you guys rob his house, you better rob his office. This guy has memorabilia up the yin-yang of Stan Lee autographed comics. Uh, the Silver Surfer. I'm so. I think I butchered that name, but he has a lot of memorabilia, and I could like in his background. I could. You don't even gotta know who he is. You just know what he loves, and that's comics, Marvel. He loves that shit. And I asked him, like, bro, is there? So basically, he has two. He has two sections of thirty minutes in his week that he can dedicate to himself. So therefore, he has an hour of his week that he dedicates to himself. And I said, Johnny, is there, forget an hour, forget that. Is, think of something else that you love to do. Okay, or something that you could do that requires very minimal stimulation and shit, very minimal movement that you could do for 30 minutes, which is half of what you say you could do. And he's like, yo, I never really thought about that. And then I told him, I'm like, all right, Johnny, what time do you wake up at in the morning? And he said, I wake up at six. And he's like, does everyone else wake up at six? 
He's like, yeah, I usually, uh, I wake up at six and then, you know, my daughter's slowly waking up and my wife slowly wakes up then too. And I'm like, okay, so would it be possible if you could wake up maybe 15 minutes before? Is that doable? And then he's like, yeah, usually I wake up like 15 minutes before and I'm on my phone and then like I slowly get up. I'm like, perfect. Here's what you're going to do. I want you to wake up 15 minutes before as you usually do, but instead of going on your phone, I want you to make yourself a cup of coffee and eat, because usually at like quarter to six, that's when the, I just re, uh, realized birds start chirping up where I live in Quebec. Uh, maybe not now because it's fucking freezing outside now, but um, we had really good weather this past couple weeks and I noticed that birds started chirping. That's the best feeling in the world, especially from winter gradually transitioning from winter to spring and you hear those birds chirping in the in the in the morning sometimes it gets fucking annoying because you might get one on your literally in front of your window and they're fucking ah! in your fucking window and wake and wakes uh your red-headed wife up who's pregnant and then she starts ripping on you and then tells you to try and get the bird out of the window anyways that was kind of a personal uh rant on my wife but anyways it's 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 meditating and it's, it feels good. So I told Johnny, I'm like, instead of grabbing your phone right away, either go in a dark room, focus on your breathing, close your eyes, grab a cup of coffee, and just focus on some breathing. Or go outside and just chill. And think about what you have to do on that day. For example, it's Monday. I told him to start Monday. So Johnny, if you're listening... Do not touch your phone. Grab your cup of coffee. Go somewhere where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe. And you feel like you have those 15 minutes by yourself. You could either analyze what you got to do in your day. Or maybe think of one thing that you want to try and get better at. Whether it's maybe getting two more emails, uh, completing two more emails, or I don't know, getting more steps in your day, whatever. Or if that's too much, maybe just think about your, your breathing. Close your eyes and focus on three big deep breaths and just focus on that while listening to the birds in the background or just pure silence maybe. Do that for 15 minutes. And then start your day. Then go into your daughter's room and, you know, be there while she wakes up. And then do go on with your day. And try to cut that. So you have an hour. You said you had an hour of your week that you could dedicate to yourself. You have two sections of 30 minutes. You have two moments of 30 minutes in your week that you can dedicate to yourself, maybe cut that into 15-minute segments. So you have four segments of 15 minutes that you can dedicate to yourself. Every morning, as soon as you wake up, grab your cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, grab whatever, grab nothing. Go into your safe spot, away from your bed, away from your phone, whether it's outside, if that means you want to bundle up especially this morning because it's cold and just sit on your porch 
sit in your backyard, do whatever. Fit four segments of 15 minutes to yourself for once. And focus on your breathing. Be present of where you are. Think about just how far you've come in your life to where you are right now. And be proud of yourself, of everything you've overcame and to where you are right now. And even if you don't feel like you you are where you want to be, the fact that you're giving yourself 15 minutes of your busy life to be present and to acknowledge the fact that you are not where you want to be, yet you're taking four segments of 15 minutes of your week to be present and to maybe, I don't know, possibly think about where you would like to be. That's already success. That's already an achievement in itself. Therefore, with all that being said, sometimes working out is the last thing you need to do. And maybe being mindful and being present is the first thing you need to do. It all depends on what type of stress that your body needs. It's just this fitness industry that we live in today, it's so focused on more is better, right? Intense. You got to put your body through hell to go through it and then it gets you stronger. That's effective. Don't get me wrong. That's super effective. But sometimes that's the last thing you need. We all need a moment of silence. We all need a moment to ourselves. We all need maybe 15 minutes of silence, 15 minutes of just being present, 15 minutes of jumping on a phone call and talking to your loved one that you haven't really spoken to in a long time because that brings you joy. Maybe that's what you need. Whatever it is, I hope this episode makes you think about those moments. It makes you stop and think, hey, do I have any moment? Can I make a moment in my so-called busy week for myself and dedicate maybe 10 minutes of just pure mindfulness? I hope this episode could get you thinking of that. Because deep down, we all can find at least 10 minutes of our so-called busy life for ourselves, And those small minutes, that so-called limited time that we have, if we could, ha- if we could keep make that a small priority in our day, 10 minutes a day, four times a week, that can make drastic changes for the better for the rest of our lives. I'm going to be a father literally in five weeks and I didn't even pack my bags. I just posted that on my Instagram yesterday and I got my ass handed to me by a lot of you mamas and a lot of you dads. Matter of fact, one of my buddies, Shaq, shout out to you, Shaq. Congratulations on your boy. And uh, he told me, he's like, yo, bro, I was thinking the exact same thing as you, bro. And then my wife was in labor three weeks early and shit hit the fan. And because of that, I took 15 minutes to pack my bag. And it was super cool because it was like, 
I'm packing, I'm not even, I'm packing for a different kind of sleepover, you know what I mean? Like, after this sleepover, I'm coming back with with a party of three, not two, I'm coming back with a party of three. Me, my wife, and my kid. You know, it was it was a surreal moment, it was a really cool 15 minutes that I will forever, 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 forever appreciate and cherish. And it was, it's like, it's just crazy how we underestimate, it's so underrated. 15 minutes, shit, five minutes of our, of our, of our day just for ourselves is so underrated these days. Cause we live in this society where it's like, you got to go to the furthest extent, you know, from point A to point Z, from point to point Z instead of point A to point B. We always forget about B. And uh, I hope, once again, I hope this episode makes you realize that. So with that being said, guys, that's it for my episode. I actually just got to work. I'm pretty proud of myself. I managed to make this within 35 minutes. Um, These are some of the things that I talk about in my six-week course. Um, Unfortunately, you guys are kind of slow on that. Uh. Actually, not so. I just started promoting this uh, recently. Um, But these are the kind of things I I tend to bring up in my six-week course. And uh, my first batch has already been... uh, It's already started. We're actually starting in a week. And uh, you guys missed that deadline. However, I will be starting another six-week course uh, six weeks later. So if you guys want to jump on that, um, that'll be fantastic. Uh, shoot me a DM, justin.blackburn with two N's at the end. Or you could go on my Facebook, Justin Blackburn. Or uh, if those of you who have my personal number, you can even message me and ask me more information about that. I'm going to send you a, a questionnaire for you to fill out for me to have a better understanding of where you're coming from and maybe give you five minutes of your own life to kind of answer questions that no one's really asked you before. And um, that's the whole point of this questionnaire. It kind of gets you thinking a bit. And uh, there's also uh, something that's mandatory that you have to do, which is basically slice your hand open and then we could uh, shake on it as blood brothers. Just joking. Uh, Got that from The Hangover. I just watched that a couple days ago, which was fucking hilarious. But yeah, so it's a uh, questionnaire and then there's a brief section of uh, kind of like a... uh, info session where they just be, where I brief you on certain uh, requirements only one requirement that you have to follow in order to uh, uh, participate in the six-week course so uh, that's basically it most importantly guys if you feel like someone in your life needs to hear this please uh, share this with them tell all your loved ones and uh, share this on your social media platforms tag me um, so I could spread, uh, my word and help as many people as I can, please. And, uh, also lastly, don't forget to keep it simple guys.